This is Offhand with Steven and Lydia. I'm Steven. And I'm Lydia. And we are excited to bring back our faithful friend. Yep. Get your punch card ready. Travis. Oh, it's here. Travis, our friend. It is out and it is ready to be punched. Punch, punch. (laughs) Two punches. I don't know. Oh, I got two punches. I was feeling generous today. I guess you are. That's great. Well, congratulations on your punch card. Thank you. And thank you for joining us for this podcast, Retro Tech with Trav. Oh, yeah. Welcome back. I mean, it's getting closer. Excuse me. I don't know where that came from. It's getting closer to uh, being full here. So Yeah, especially with my generosity I just showed right now. What's what's going to happen? I don't know. We got to figure this out because Mr. Mr. Punchy Punch over here. Yeah. So Uh, generous. Yep. Well, that's okay. We, generous is our name. It's been a while, <laughs> so I was feeling like I... It has been a while. We're glad true. you're back. What are you going to impress us and wow us with Ooh, this yes. tech? Um, uh, this retro tech. It, it threw me off because I thought you were going to say this time, and then you said tech, and I'm like, what's the word? You know I what? thought you were going to say episode. You want to hear a little oh. secret? It threw me off, too. <laughs> I didn't realize that's what was going to come out of my Sorry mouth. Sorry for blankly staring Ooh, at you for no, like half a second. That's okay. I just thought I was looking in the mirror because I felt like I was blankly staring. <laughs> uh, this retro tech you're talking about? <laughs> um, Grocery stores and specifically the checkout. Checking out, of, yeah. checking out mm-hmm. at the grocery yeah. store. Yep. Okay. Oh. Yeah. The little conveyor you know belt and I am always impressed at what you come up with for technology because I to me that's just like it's just a thing. It's just is. It's but all it around all, us. That's all I've ever known. But it wasn't always that way, was it? No, Travis? it was not. Well, how was way, it? Tell us. Way back when they didn't have cash registers of any type. If you can believe that. Yeah. Oh, free groceries. Yeah. What did they keep their money in? Well, I think they had these little lock boxes that they would store their money in. But, I mean, you had to really trust <laughs> the people that keys. worked for you because they could easily be like, oh, I'm going to pocket this little penny <gasps> here. And oh, I'm going to no. pocket this little nickel there. Yeah. Stealing. Off the record. Yeah. Because, oh, dear. So, um, you know, you used to go to the to the grocery store or if you want the dry the goods. Yeah. And you'd go in the and mercantile. You'd stand there with your list, and you'd either back in like Western times. Yeah, well, you yeah. could hand them your list, and then they would go through and pull it all, and then either you would pay. That would be nice. nice. You wouldn't have yeah. to do your own shopping. <laughs> do you have any of these things? Yeah. All of them. Good. And then, the so you they'd pull it all for you, or um, and then you'd either pay for it right away, or sometimes you just you have a tab, and oh, you'd pay yeah. them later. Oh, or put it on my tab. Yeah, I want to say that. Well, for put a, it on my tab. <laughs> uh, you can. You are. He is. He's putting it on his punch card, and yes. we have to pay him oh, yep. eventually. So <laughs> I'm gonna call in the note. Uh, yeah, oh. and sometimes for a while things were just traded for. Yes, that too. So this is yep. after that when mm-hmm. it was like I've now got, we have, now we just pay money. Yep, I've got these eggs with me. I'll trade. I'll, I've got this dozen eggs, and I'll trade you for some. Sugar. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. I would for sugar. Because, and too, <laughs> a lot of, I mean, the stores weren't very big because they were so self-sufficient that they people, would. People, you mean? Yeah, people. Oh, they yeah. would grow With their, their own farms and fruits and vegetables. And I meat. guess you're right. They could so, milk their own cows. Yeah. Yeah. And have their own chickens. And so oh, yeah. I they just needed right. the smaller well, things like spices, maybe, or yeah. flour and sugar. And for a while, it wasn't all in one place either. You right. would go to the, you would go to, you'd have the, your milk and eggs man. Yeah. 
and cheese. Yeah. Oh, you'd yeah. have the butcher. Yeah. And you'd go over the to the bakery. Yeah. And you would go to the dry goods. What else? The, what would that be? Like flour and sugar and spices. But the baker and... didn't have those? The baker just had baked goods. Yes. Right. Oh. Right. Now nah, I would just go to the baker. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Give me some bread and some other stuff I don't Sweet do. rolls. I like to bake, but. Cookies. <laughs> Cookies. And like the dry goods place would probably have candy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that story. I don't know. Things that last a long time. Um, maybe when canned goods started happening, they'd have those kind of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, the biggest thing that we're talking about, like I said, it was the checkout lane. And obviously, they didn't have cash registers back then. Right. And so the cash register started to show up um, in 1883 by a guy named James Riddy. He was a saloon owner. Mm-hmm. And Back in the wild west. <laughs> yes. He was apparently, I guess he was noticing that he wasn't making as much money as he thought he should. I should be having more money. Is that how he talked? Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so he and a guy named James Birch um, received a patent and really invented what was called the incorruptible cashier. This is my incorruptible cashier. <laughs> or better known because as the first. Because he thought his cashiers were very corruptible. Yes. Huh? Or better known as the first mechanical cash register. Oh. So. Machines was, don't lie. It was a very simple thing to begin with. That would nice. Buttons to add what it was. That's what nice. the bill was. I guess it's hard to do that in head. Plus two cents. Yeah. It's four cents. Yeah. But Beat then they pushed the button and it would uh, trigger a bell, and Ding. it would alert the store <laughs> or store owner that they were putting money into the drawer. Oh, very smart. So they were able to kind of keep an eye on what was going on and how many sales and yeah. that kind of stuff. So um, and that bell was what would become known as the bell heard around the world. Because, you can hear it all the way around the world? <laughs> because it became so popular. Bell. That oh, everyone that wanted was, one of those cash yeah, registers. That was I need one of those incorruptible cashiers. Yes, that was making sure that people stopped stealing. Yeah. So eventually, so that was in 1883, and then a year later, I don't know. I was reading that Riddy and and the guy James Birch. They wanted they were doing too many. They were involved in too many different um, projects, and so they decided to sell. Oh. It, and they sold their cash register business to a guy named Patterson in 1884. That's a wise move if you've got your hands in too many things. Yeah. And he he really took over and he started making the cash registers become more like, streamlined and better at record keeping. And that's where they would be pushing the buttons. And then they were, it was kind of a confusing thing, but it would punch holes in certain columns. Yeah. And it would tell the owner how much money was charged for certain things. And so he could figure out how much he was supposed to have in his oh. till at the end of the day. Almost oh. kind of like so, a secret code. Yeah, because it was like little punch hole punches and he could count them. And if there was 50 of them in a in the cent column, oh. he'd have 50 cents. Oh. That makes sense. So, yeah. That's handy. Ah. See what I did? Yeah. I didn't even know I was doing it, but and that then, was funny. And then eventually came the receipts for customers to bring back in. Oh, yes, the receipts. they'd be able to prove that they paid this money, if they had returns. Yes. And all that kind of thing. My mom so, always keeps her receipts. Yes. It's a good habit. So. So then they, um, most, a lot of, a majority of them, I think it was like, I can't remember if it was 85 or 95% of the cash registers were made out of brass. 
Yeah. But they were also had different finishes like nickel plated Ooh. and or antique copper. Some were painted. Oh. And some were even silver and gold gold plated. Lots wow. of fancy. Nice fancy. Going yeah. In there. I don't know what type of place would have a gold plated cat. Now they're just computer screens. Oh, or right. Place. Yeah. So um so before the cash registers that we know I mean, obviously, you they were punching like the buttons computers. and there was the receipts and that kind of stuff. But you had to either know the price, if you were the cashier, know the price of what the product was, or um, it had to be every every item had to be marked with a Whoa. sticker. Yeah. And I was reading that the stickers. Well, there are well, stickers they couldn't on just things scan now. things? No, because there weren't barcodes. What? Yeah. What so, about what about QR codes? No, those are even newer. No, yeah, those are newer than barcodes. How did they do it? So I was reading that they even had, like, if they had done a sticker with a price on it, they had this way of removing the ink on the sticker if they wanted to change the price. And then they could reprice it on that same sticker. What? That's like magical ink. Yeah. So Slash prices. I forgot to look to see when the barcodes, UPC barcodes started, but... I was I didn't even think to get that date, but it's UPC stands for Universal Product Code. Oh, that makes sense. And so the bars are for machines to be able to read it, and the twelve digit, um, the twelve digits are for the humans to be able to read it. So whether or not a oh, machine right. is because they have the, like, those like black uh-huh. uh, black and white stripes. Yep. On that little rectangle. Yep. And there's always yeah. numbers under uh-huh. it. Yep. Because sometimes the barcode may not work, and then the cashier right. can type in those numbers. It makes and the cashier the computer... sigh heavily. Yes. Yeah. They always, ah. And the cucumber. And the cucumber. What? And the cash, cashier. <laughs> the cashier. Maybe you're buying cucumbers. <laughs> yes. Maybe. The cashier can just punch in the code, and it will remember it, or it will pull it up. And it's all linked to this whole computer system. Yeah. In the it's in the slick in the grocery store, so yeah, it's quite the thing. But and I thought this was quite the cash register. I thought this was quite an interesting thing about UPC codes. They're for each manufacturer. So like Coca Cola, yeah, they have a specific person called the UPC coordinator. Whoa, and sounds they, like a big important job. No, I don't know how many people they employ to do this, but they are in charge of assigning the numbers <gasps> for each of their products. So they can't have the numbers be the same. Yeah, you have to make sure you don't. And each manufacturer, like the first few numbers, means the manufacturer number. So that then the rest of the numbers are certain things that have to do with the manufacturer. So say a 12-ounce bottle of Coca-Cola has to have a different number than a 16-ounce bottle of Coca-Cola. Naturally. And they have to keep all yeah, of their products straight. Yeah, because they're different straight. prices. Yeah, and they have to keep them all straight. And, and it helps with inventory, too. So when it oh, gets yeah. scanned. Oh, yeah, how many we have yeah, left. Yeah, how many we have left. Oh. So can you imagine how difficult that must be to keep straight all of your numbers? And, I mean, there's a lot of pop. I'm not going to apply for that No, job. I don't want to do that job either. Coca-Cola they, has they a lot a of pop. job. They do. And a lot of different sizes. Yeah. So. Wow. And but a lot it of different sure makes flavors with an even one kind of pop. It sure makes it easier for the grocery store and for the buyer, too. Yes. Yep. And oh, and also the other thing I forgot to mention was um, there was a, there later on, and I mean, obviously, when you were back a long time ago before even cash registers, there was somebody bagging your produce and in your, in your products and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. But then that continued on, and we don't see 
people bagging our groceries very much anymore. Not really. But that still does happen at certain places. Some grocery stores, but there's a little one near us, and they will bag them and take them out yep. to your car for wow. you. Wow. Yep. I, I know. When I was talking to Miss Julie about this, because she used to be a cashier. Oh, that's at, right. At I the forgot. grocery store that she used to work at, she had all the a lot of the numbers memorized for like the produce and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, because those are even different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And they have all their own code on that, too. Whoa. But um, at the grocery store she used to work at, Every cart had a number on its handle, and if really? the cat, if the the customer wanted to um, have their bags brought out to them, then she would write on the back of the receipt in a big numbers the with a sharpie what the cart number was. They would go out to their car and they would pull up underneath this um, at the entrance. There was a, a oh. roof over it. And they would pull up, and they would hold up their receipt out and show it out their window. Oh. And then the bagger or whoever was in charge at that time to to come and put in the car, they would come, and they'd open up their trunk or wherever you wanted to put it, and they would put their bags right into your that car for so you. That is so nice. Wow. Especially for older people who have a hard time carrying mm-hmm. all their stuff out. Yep. So we don't see that very often. We're pretty much bagging it at our own ourselves now. Yeah. yeah. Now we can, sometimes can scan it ourselves. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. like Your to help do that. mom do that. Yep. Yeah. I love doing and that. There's even stores where you can use your phone. That's to, what I mean. To scan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh I yeah. You use meant like self checkout. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then you know sometimes we you can sit right in the cart and scan uh-huh. your groceries and put it in the bag and then just scan it. And yeah. Pay. I love doing that. It's so fun. Yeah. I, we were fun. with. I was with you one time, Stephen, when your mom was in Sam's Club and. She was just scanning away. Yeah, we didn't even have to stop at a cash. We didn't register. even have to wait in line. We just walked right to the door. What did she pay? When did she pay? She paid through her phone. Yeah. What? Yeah. And that is this, so nice. And then nice. the QR code came up. Ah, see, I knew that was yeah. going to come into play. And then at at the exit, and there was a person standing there. They just scan it, and they and looked, they looked and they said, "Yep, yep. this is what you have. <gasps> have a good day." That is so. We cool. didn't have to wait in line. That would. That is nice. Yeah. Some people ordered their groceries online. That's true, they do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's so many convenient ways to get groceries If I remember it correctly, too, they were saying, like, the UPC codes were kind of just meant for grocery stores to be able to keep track of everything, and then it just, like... It took off. Took off and expanded to all these other places. I mean, because that's like the only way every, you buy stuff. Now. Yeah, every, yeah. Has everything has a barcode bar that you have to scan. Uh-huh. Yep. Unless you happen to pick up that one that doesn't have one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I grabbed the one with no tag. No tag. <laughs> Yeah. And so then there the you go. Cashier size again. Yeah, last sign. <laughs> <laughs> and they no. A lot of times they say, "Oh, that's okay." <laughs> yeah. Do you want to hear a really cool story? I do. I do. Uncle Chris was telling us about me about the fact that he went grocery shopping recently and something really cool happened to him. What happened? He was just he was putting his stuff on the. He was in the checkout. Okay. And he noticed that there were a couple. So of he didn't pre-scan. No, he didn't. <laughs> he um, he was in the checkout, and he noticed that there were ahead of him, a few people ahead uh-huh. of him were people that he knew. Oh, that's always fun and to so run into people he, at the store. But the, yeah, but he didn't really get to talk to them very much because there were like a, like a couple people in front of him. Yeah. So he just, oh, yeah, highway. Okay, yeah, there they are. And so he gets his groceries all scanned, and the, the cashier was holding some money. And... And she gave him the total, and and it was less than it should have been. Oh, and you know, oh. 
And he was like, wait a second, that's not, that's like way less than it should be. And she's like, well, I have this money here. And he's like, that's not my money. And she said, yes, it is. And he said, no, it's not. And the people that he knew, a few people ahead of him, had paid for some of his groceries. Oh, that's so nice. Isn't that cool? That is cool. God works in cool ways like that sometimes. Yeah. Our verse of the day is Isaiah 55, 1. And it says, come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money... Come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. This is a really cool verse. It is talking about us being redeemed by God. Yeah, and offering us salvation for free. Yeah, he doesn't co- it doesn't cost anything for us to become saved, to ask Jesus to forgive our sins because Jesus already paid the price and God wants us to have that gift. He wanted us to have that gift for free. Yeah. He wants us to be taken care of that way for free. So that's a really cool verse that talks about that. Kind of like what happened with Uncle Chris. Somebody paid for part of his groceries and part of what was in his cart was free for him because they covered it for him. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That is cool. And, you know, this verse too is, it's really cool when you realize that You don't have anything to offer to pay for your salvation. You realize that, but you know that God has what you need and you come to him and you're like, you know what? I really want that free gift. Yeah. I don't have anything to offer you, but I want what you have. And he says, okay. Yep. He just gives it to you. Yeah, because there are two, there are so many people out there trying to fill their lives with things because they feel empty and they try to, they spend all this money and they do all these crazy things to try to get fulfillment and none of it works. Yeah. And God says, I already have it here for free. I already have what you need. I have salvation for free, a relationship with me for free. Just come to me and ask. Yeah. I want to give it to you. Yeah. It's a really cool, awesome gift that we can have. Yep. Well, thanks, Travis, for sharing your retro tech. You're welcome. That was very interesting. And it yeah. all started with the cash register. Yep. That was really fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I yeah. had fun I had fun checking it out online. <laughs> checking it out. <laughs> checking it out. Oh, that's a good one. You lead us right into jokes, yep. Travis. There you go. There you, go. <laughs> you funny man. spaghetti for dinner the other night and I bet my mom that I could make a car made out of spaghetti and she was like no you can't what a car made out of spaghetti yep yeah. okay well you should have saw her face when I drove pasta <laughs> <laughs> drove pasta <laughs> I was like where is this going <laughs> I love a good joke we'll laugh from here to Roanoke being back next to riddles for grown ups to kiddles afraid that wasn't actually going to be... I was like, Steven, it's joke time. <laughs> What's the story? Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know why the French eat snails? Why do they? Well, they don't really like fast food. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> As in slow as it comes. <laughs> You've never driven pasta either. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tried snails either. 
Travis? I don't really think I want to. No. Have you? No. It sounds, it sounds gross, but that's okay. All right. If you want to email us, please do it. Steve and Lydia sing at yahoo.com. Maybe you've tried snails. Yeah, tell us. You can even tweet us at Steve and Lydia. And you can visit our website at GHH. I, not at GHH. <laughs> well, it is GHHINC.org. Right. I didn't want to be confusing with the, tw- the I tweet. See, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, the Twitter. I can see that. Right. <laughs> and, the, and the Facebook. <laughs> at, at everything. And the internet. <laughs> yeah. Check out our YouTube channel too. GHHINC. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where's the dot no org? Dots. But there's no dot. No dots. dots. <laughs> That's what always confuses me. That's why I let you say that all the time. We're a mess I'm going to mess it up. I'm going to say dot something and it'll be wrong. Uh, anyways, this has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands. <laughs>